You're listening to the Quality of Love Podcast. Your home for all things love, relationship, and mental health. Hosted by nationally certified life and relationship coach, Tyrone Dixon. Sit back, relax, and get tips on creating the life you deserve without wasting any more time. Welcome to the Quality of Love podcast. I'm your host, Tyrone Dixon, nationally certified life and relationship coach, husband, father to two beautiful princesses, and CEO and founder of A Rose Through Concrete Consulting. Thank you guys for taking the time out to listen in with us tonight. We really appreciate it. You guys have made it to another hump day. So we have another one of our big Wednesday episodes going. And we have some uh, pretty good questions that I would say that we received over the last week, week and a half or so. So I'm extremely excited and I'm ready to get into the show. So let's do it. Kicking off with our quote of the day. The quote of the day is comes from an anonymous person. I don't know where I got this from, but I really do enjoy the quote. As I always say, I enjoy all my quotes. You're always with yourself, so you might as well enjoy the company. You're always with yourself, so you might as well enjoy the company. And for me, this quote means a lot because I I wrote it down when I was going through a lot of um, questioning of myself and questioning of my purpose and what what I was placed on earth to do. And during that time, I, I spent a lot of time alone purposely. Right. Spend a lot of time alone so I could kind of figure out who I was. And that's where I referenced in the first episode that going off the grid. Highly recommend it if you're able to kind of shut down, shut down all social media outlets. Of course, if you have work, go to work. But other than that, just kind of become one with yourself and figure out the things that you like to do. And when I was doing that, that's where I got that quote from. Right. So you always with yourself. You might as well enjoy your company. The first question that we receive via inbox is how can I take revenge on a narcissist? I really I mean, really, really, how can I hurt him in return for all the things that he's done to me again? How can I take revenge on a narcissist? I mean, really, really take revenge. How can I hurt him for all the things that he's done to me? I know that being in a relationship with a narcissist is extremely difficult and it's challenging, um, especially when you get out of the relationship, because it's like you wasted and you spent so much time with this person and on this person, hoping that they would eventually change or become better. And it sounds like it turned this gentleman didn't turn out to be too good. Right. So I'm sure you feel like you've wasted a ton of time with that being said. The best way to get back to a narcissist or get at a narcissist is to completely ignore them, right? Narcissists have a a very difficult time with controlling people, right? So if you show them that they're not in control, whether that be in control of your emotions, in control of your reactions, in control of anything that you have going on, that tends to hurt narcissists more than an act in revenge. So setting his clothes on fire or bleaching his clothes or anything like that, right? That would actually work in the opposite way that I think you want it to work, right? If you do something like that to a narcissist, like overtly react, chances are they'll enjoy that. And that's their way of understanding that they control, they can still control you and control a situation, right? Take it from me. 
I've been in the situation, like I said, of a narcissist. So I, I have an idea of how the thought processes work. And just give you an example, if it was me, if I was able to get an emotional reaction out of you after I had done a ton of negative things to you and hurt your feelings, I would still feel like I'm in control of you or I have some sort of control of you or over you because I got you to have an overt reaction, right? So Keep in mind that in normal situations, maybe seeking revenge would be a good idea, right? But when you're dealing with a narcissist specifically, seeking revenge might open up the door for them to continue to mess with you because now they know they can get emotional reactions out of you. And it's kind of like they're the puppet master pulling your strings. I know that's probably not the answer that you wanted, but trust me, when dealing with a narcissist, the best way to get revenge on them is to completely ignore them and show them that they're not in control of the situation. Because with narcissists, they want to make sure they maintain control over you in some way, shape or form, whether that's physical or emotional, right? Their biggest thing is maintaining control. So if you show him that he's not in control of you anymore or he cannot get an emotional reaction, I bet that will work out better for you. Question number two, received via messenger. Does the narcissist in their early 40s still actively search for new supply or just whatever drops in their lap? Does a narcissist in his early 40s still actively search for new supply or just takes whatever drops in their lap? I think that's a twofold question. So, yes, they will take whatever drops in their lap because they will take anything. Right. As long as they feel like that supply is someone that they can take advantage of and use all of their energy. Right. So, yes, I also would say that when you're dealing with a narcissist, Please understand that they're always looking for a new supply, especially the more you challenge them. Right. So the more you're resistance to their resistant to their control, resistance to their ways of thinking, to how whatever they try to do or whatever tactics they use on you, the more you resist to that. Right. The more that they're looking or thinking about, OK, did she may or may not at some point in time be over my stuff. So let me constantly be on the lookout for a new supply. Right. So don't think that someone just because they're 40 would take anybody who falls in their lap. Look at it more like that. This If you're dealing with a narcissist, they're constantly looking for a new supply to keep them going and to keep them fueled. Right. That's literally their livelihood to constantly manipulate people, um, put on a good face, show a good character. But deep down, they're looking to get whatever they can out of a relationship and not give anything in return. Right. So a narcissist is constantly on the search for a new supply and it does not matter the age. Right. So you can be 40, you can be 20. They're always on the search for a new supply. And as long as that supply is willing to be controlled, they'll take whatever they can get. Question number three is what is the best way to deal with regrets? I think personally, the best way to deal with regrets is to understand that they're a part of life. And I I know that seems like a simple response, but it is a truthful response, right? I don't think there's anybody, especially if you're working to become successful, I don't think there's anybody who doesn't have regrets or some things that they might wish they can change. But As we go through journeys, as we go through the journey in life, it's very important that we remember that regrets is something that we have to live with, right? Because that's where that that challenging our belief systems come into play. And in some cases, you have to challenge some belief system and leave some people behind, right? So I don't know if that's where you're going with that question, but the best way for me that I advise you to deal with regret is to understand that it's part of life. 
there are going to be some days in which it's easy to deal with your regret. And then there's going to be some days that it's tougher. And that's just how life is. And understand that that's a part of your journey. And it's a part of your growth, right? So regrets are a part of life, accept them and be willing to always at least try to do better. Question number four received via inbox is what is the best way to tackle guilt? I think the best way to tackle guilt would be to hit it head on, right? To if you feel guilty about a person or something you did to a person, have a conversation with them. If you feel guilty about a situation that you got someone in or got yourself in, have a conversation about that as well. So many times we're afraid to have conversations with either people or or situations people or others about situations, excuse me, that we get ourselves in. And I think when you don't have conversations about especially something as heavy as guilt, that doesn't go anywhere, right? You might be able to temporarily suppress it. But when it comes to to heavy emotions like guilt, jealousy, anger, frustration, those emotions don't go anywhere. They dwell, right? So if you don't hit guilt head on, pretty good chance that you'll struggle with that for a long period of time. So my advice to you is to deal with guilt directly, whether that's a person or a situation. And what it does is if you go back to our fog episode, fear, obligation, or guilt, it's not necessarily about the other person in all cases. I mean, of course, if you've done something extremely wrong, I would invite you to be apologetic about your guilt. But when we talk about guilt and forgiveness, it's not always necessarily the other person. It's about us, right? It's about being able to free ourselves from the burdens that we created within our own minds, right? So hit it head on. I know that can be difficult and it can be tough to have those difficult conversations, but that would be my invitation to you is to tackle guilt head on. And I can almost guarantee you that you'll be liberated or feel freer. The last question that we have for today is why do women put up with bad guys? Actually, this is this question comes up quite often um, in my world. So when we talk about dealing with relationships and dating and relationship coaching, this this question actually comes up quite a bit. And I appreciate you for asking because I don't think I've been able to say this on this platform yet. But when we talk about bad guys and good girls dealing with bad guys, I don't necessarily think that it's tied to wanting a bad guy per se. When we when we think of women, especially when, but from the perspective of a man, you got to understand that women enjoy someone who's confident, right? Someone who projects confidence. And in most cases, the bad boy that doesn't care about the world is a rebel, doesn't care about societal rules. That gentleman is projecting confidence in some way. Or um, I'd even take it to something as simple as, let's say, gangs. Right. Yeah, I don't know if you guys are familiar with gangs, but gangs tend to create a family unit for young men and you'll see young women attracted to the men in the gangs, right? And if you kind of take a deeper dive or a deeper look into it, it's not necessarily that they may be attracted to the gang lifestyle or gang mentality, but these young men that are in gangs project confidence. They, they kind of go by they or live by their own, their own rules. And that is attractive to some young women, right? So when we say these things and we think about these things, I personally think we have to start building confidence in our other men. 
Right. So we got to start building confidence in the young men that don't want to be a part of a gang, but kind of don't know their place in the world. You can let them know that it's okay to be a gentleman. It's okay to be a righteous young man. And I think that will start to dumb down a lot of the good girls liking bad guys mentality. And also, frankly, we live in an age where a lot of people just follow. They don't lead. So that good girls dating bad guys has been prevalent in our society for so long that it's it's kind of commonplace. Right. So now it's it's if you have a, a nice guy or a righteous gentleman, you typically are laughed at or frowned upon, at least in, in urban areas, urban areas. You're laughed at or frowned upon because he's square or a sucker or whatever the case may be. And then in the long run. As you mature and you develop as a woman or as women mature and develop, they realize those mistakes. Right. So I don't think that good girls are necessarily attracted to bad guys. I think it's more of a confidence thing. So we need to teach our gentlemen that don't don't consider themselves bad or aren't involved in negativity to be a little more confident. And I think that'll kind of uh, balance out or level out over time. Those are all the questions that we have for you guys today. Remember, you guys are always more than welcome to send any questions that you guys have to our email address at tqlp20 at gmail.com. Again, that email address is tqlp20 at gmail.com. Or feel free to hit us up on our Facebook at the Quality of Love podcast, where we'll be sure to answer your questions anonymously each and every Wednesday. Special thank you to our sponsor, Humble Fit Gear. If you guys have not checked in with their gear yet, they, they like I said last week, top of the line. Um, when rise and repeat is their slogan. Definitely, if you're into any fitness gear, any uh, workout gear, if you're trying to stay in shape, trying to work off some of those COVID-19 pounds, Humble Fit is the gear that you want to wear when you're venturing outside, right? I've been told, sneak sneak peek for you guys, that we have some uh, awesome winter collections coming up here soon. So be sure that you check the Etsy website out. Feel free to contact the CEO and founder, Saron Miller. Like I said, great quality products. I highly recommend them for anybody who is active and likes to work out. So go ahead and get you guys some Humble Fit gear. Today's Wild Love Wednesday shout out goes to the Push organization over in Buffalo, New York. I have the wonderful opportunity coming up on September 17th to partner with this great organization. And they've I've been kind of working with them behind the scenes and they've been doing so much amazing work. And as a uh, celebration for their 15 years, they have me coming in and working with some staff. I just think it's awesome. It's just a dope opportunity. And I'm really, really appreciative to them to their organization for all the work that they do and for partnering with me and, and letting me come in and assist them smooth some things over. Right. So wild love Wednesday for today goes to push Buffalo, an organization in Buffalo, New York, a place where I sent, spent seven plus years of my life and grew into somewhat of the gentleman that I became or that I am today. Right. So push Buffalo wild love Wednesday goes out to you. That's all we have for our Wednesday question and answer episode. Thank you guys so much for listening in. Please continue to like, subscribe, and review as we continue to climb the charts. I'm just overly joyed with with all the blessings that the quality of love has presented to not only myself, but my team as well, right? So very, very thankful. 
appreciate you guys. And as always, remember, guys, the quality of love and relationships that you have in your life will determine the quality of your life. Peace and love.